Welcome to 721 Live, the video arm of 721 Ministries. I'm Sam Hunter. I'm glad that you're with us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Today I'm going to break with 20 years of 721, our mission of speaking the truth about Jesus, speaking the truth about the Bible, speaking the truth about the kingdom that we can all live in when we surrender our lives to Jesus. And today I'm going to talk about the nation in which we're living. It's not something I really want to talk about. I'd rather talk about Jesus, but I've watched this country of ours be destroyed, not being destroyed, but be destroyed. And I cannot sit on the sidelines any longer. I have a voice, and I'm going to use it today. Now, I will, if you're Republican and conservative, well, let me say it a different way. If you're a Republican, I will likely offend you. If you're a Democrat and liberal, I'm definitely going to offend you. But you need to be offended because if you are a Democrat and you think that you, that's a really wonderful party, they left you. They left you a long time ago. And if you're watching this video, then I have to assume that Jesus means something to you. And all you have to do is look at the position of the Democratic Party on everything that matters. They left you a long time ago. Liberals have become. There used to be good liberals. They had bleeding hearts for the, for the poor and the needy, and that's long gone. So, yes, I'm going to offend you, and I'm going to offend the Republicans, because I have no interest, no use for the Republicans either. But if you have the guts, and you want to know the truth, then you hang in here, and you stay with me. Now, today I'm going to speak facts to you. I've researched all of this. My physician wife has researched all of this. You know me. You have been with me for 20 years, some of you as long as that or more. You know I don't, I don't go off half-cocked on anything. This is not some right-wing theory, conspiracy ranting and raving. I'm going to speak facts to you. If I speak an opinion, you'll know it's an opinion. But I've researched this, and all you have to do is do a little research yourself, and you'll understand that all these things are true. Now, what compels me, what, what just drives me, is that so many of my well-meaning friends are going about their day. You, going about your day. And I understand that. You've got a life to live. You don't really want to have to open your eyes to what's actually happened to our country, how we have become a banana republic, how we have lost our country completely. You don't want to have to face up to that because it'll get in the way of us living our day-to-day -day lives. I don't mean that in a critical way, criticizing way. I mean that because that's what we're all doing, but we can no longer do that. They're coming after you. I titled this The Slow Boil. We all have heard the, the, uh, the analogy of the frog that's put in boiling water. He'll hop out. You put him in tepid water and slowly rise, and he'll boil himself to death. Well, we're not even in the slow boil anymore. We were in the slow boil leading up to Obama. After Obama, we got into the fast boil, and with Biden, we have gone to high boil, and we're boiling, all of us are boiling, our country is boiling. They are coming after you again. <clears throat> if you watch the, the, uh, the play and or the movie Hamilton, there's a song in there called Dear Theodosia, and, and he, Aaron Burr is singing to his daughter, uh, excuse me, his son, no, his daughter, and and there's one line in there that just captures my heart. And every time I hear it, I think about my two granddaughters. You will come of age with our young nation. We'll bleed and fight for you. We'll make it right for you. If we lay a strong enough foundation, we'll pass it on to you. 
will give the world to you and you'll blow us all away. You will come of age with our young nation. We'll bleed and fight for you. And whenever I hear it, I think I cannot sit on the sidelines and watch this country. I don't want my granddaughter Annie and my granddaughter Hunter and my future grandchildren. I don't even want my children to grow up in this world. We got to take it back. It may be too late, but we have to take it back. And we have to stand up. And the, here's, I'm going to say it a hundred more times. They're coming back after you. If you think this COVID was a one-time thing, if you think masks were a one-time thing, if you think COVID mandates, shot, vaccine mandates were shots, that, that was a one-time thing. If you think lockdowns were a one-time thing, if you think shutting down churches were a one-time thing, but leaving open gambling facilities, if you think that was one time that, that people just made some errors, but well-meaning people, you don't have a clue what's happened to us. But they're coming after you again. When I started making notes on this several weeks ago, I thought, well, uh, you know, I'm going to do this right before we start back in the fall. And then two weeks ago, when I really started consolidating my notes, I, even in these last two weeks, we've already, we're already seeing it. Just last weekend, Keenan High School in Columbia, South Carolina, canceled a football game because of a COVID outbreak. A COVID outbreak among young, healthy athletes is getting no, not, even as diff, not even as dangerous to them as the flu. They canceled the whole football game. Spring Valley in Columbia did the same thing. The College of Charleston soccer team did the same thing. Organizations, hospitals are now starting to bring back mask mandates when they know they don't work. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But I want to start with this. This is is the newsletter from my old church here in Greenville, South Carolina, the Bible, the buckle of the Bible belt. Well, I want you just to see this. Fourth Presbyterian Church, Greenville, South Carolina. I used to go to this church. I used to love this church. It's a Presbyterian USA church, PCUSA. And they've gone off the rails, that, that, denom- that side of the denomination. They call it Family Conversations. It's a three-part series designed to give parents, grandparents, and other caregivers the tools needed for age-appropriate conversation with their children about, <clears throat> and I don't even know what all this means, LGBTQ plus people. Age 64 Pride. Now, look that up. They, they, they themselves call themselves the Queer Wellness System Center. We'll present the classes below in room 22. And here are the different topics. September 24th, Foundations. An overview of correct LGBTQ plus terminology and general facts about that community. October 1st, let's talk about it. Developmentally appropriate ways to discuss LGBTQ plus people with your children or grandchildren. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to be like Jesus. I try to be like Jesus. But I'm not going to be like Jesus in this video. I'm not going to love my enemies. I'm not going to pray for those that persecute me. I've tried that. I really have sincerely tried. And I, we did an exercise with the men to pick three or four people that you consider to be your enemies and pray for them, as Jesus asked us to do. And I can't do it. I can't pray for Joe Biden. I can't pray for Nancy Pelosi. I can't pray for those people who are trying to destroy not just my country, but your souls, and now your children. Imagine that a Presbyterian church in Greenville, South Carolina, there's a Presbyterian church in in Columbia that hired a transgender male for the kindergarten program. Have we lost our minds? See, this is not a Republican Democrat. This is a common sense thing. Look at this. Let's talk about it. 
developmentally appropriate ways to discuss the, the, these people with your children or grandchildren. And then the last one, clunky questions with a panel of this. With these people from 864 Pride, the Queer Wellness Center, whether or not you have been able to attend the prior classes, join us on this Sunday to share your questions and comments regarding this. People and the, these people in the church, your queers may be faith-related, scientific, medical, or a combination. I don't know what to say to that. One of the better elementary schools in Greenville, South Carolina, a friend of mine's daughter teaches there. They have transgender and, and gay books out on the table in Greenville, South Carolina. I went to the public library, wonderful setting, Saturday morning in Raleigh with my daughter and my granddaughter, and they had a children's hour. It was so sweet, so heartwarming in this room, and they were blowing bubbles, and right next to the room is the middle school section, full of gay and transgender and all those kind of books, right there on the shelf. Now, let me say this. I'm not anti-gay. I have a lot of gay friends. I have real gay friends. Not like liberals have gay acquaintances. I have gay friends. I've had relationships with gay, gay men predominantly, but gay women too for years. Real relationships. And I'm not a racist. I went to the public schools. More often than not, I was the only white boy out on the basketball court. I've got real relationships with my black friends. And most of them are sick and tired of what they're seeing themselves. So I want to get that out of the way. Nor is this a Republican-Democrat thing. This is our country. This is common sense. We finished up this summer looking at the full armor of God, Ephesians 6. And here's how Paul introduces it. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. He says our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the dark forces, the spiritual forces. But it, today it is. It is a struggle against flesh and blood. We have real enemies trying to destroy this country. I don't know why they hate this country, and I don't know why they're doing it. But I'm telling you, they're coming after you again. And if this shocks you, the things we're going to talk about, if you just cannot imagine that these things could be true, it's because you're a good person. And you, you cannot even imagine that, that people would lie and manipulate and cheat and try to hurt you. You cannot even imagine that because you're a good person. Understand, they're after you. They're coming after you. Now, this is going to guide our discussion. These are my three categories. Ignorant, dash fooled, fool, and evil. Now, I know Jesus said you're not supposed to call people fools, but Jesus called people fools in the parable of the rich fool in Luke. He called them fools. So when you are a fool, I have to call you a fool. And I don't, I, I'm, again, I'm trying to be like Jesus, but I'm failing. Ignorant fool. That's most of you. You were ignorant and you were fooled by the COVID lockdowns. You were ignorant and you were fooled and you gave yourself and your children a jab of a poisonous, not a vaccine, they're not vaccines, that is DNA altering. You were ignorant and you were fooled. You put mask on, you put mask on your children. You were ignorant and you were fooled. And I understand that. No one would have assumed they were, they were doing all this evil on purpose. Fool, this is some of you. Evil. 
This applies predominantly to our national politicians. Most of the Democrats and the liberals and the Republicans who are not paying attention, they're not evil. You're not evil. This is predominantly the national that are coming after us, the media. Now it's the FBI, the CIA, the CDC, the NIH, who, for crying out loud, is trying to get into your world, the World Health Organization. The FDA is evil. The IRS is evil. Facebook is evil. I could go on and on. And I don't want to sound like a ranting white guy, get off my lawn. I'm going to make two bold statements to get your attention. Two bold statements to get your attention. Here's the first one. There is no global warming. There is no global warming. There is no global warming. They have carefully selected a time period going back. Now, notice it, 150 years when we have warmed just a little bit since then. But we're actually in a cooling stage. We are in a cooling part of our history. So there's no global warming. Does that startle you? It is a fact. But here, I want you to see, as an engineer, they taught us to break things down and just dumb it down to where you didn't miss the big picture by getting caught up in the weeds. Why did the climate alarmist, John Kerry, that that knucklehead vice president, Al Gore, why did they change to climate change from global warming? Answer that question. Why did they make the change? It was very deliberate. It was very deliberate. Why did they do that? Because they couldn't prove it. They couldn't prove global warming because it's not happening. So they come up with this this term climate change. Well, that's so vague and ambiguous. You can argue that either way. You can have natural disasters. You can have global cooling, hurricanes, fires, everything you can. And you can blame it on climate change. And they can all say this. This is due to climate change. There is no global warming. There is no global warming. And let me just start with this. The Obama administration was actually caught and exposed for manipulating the global warming evidence because it was damning their narrative. They were caught manipulating the evidence. That's a fact. Here's what Al Gore said in 2006. I'm sorry. I'll try to be like Jesus. In, in, in his inconvenient truth, sea levels rise, they will be rising as much as 20 feet in the near future. 20 feet. That was back in 2006. <laughs> in Copenhagen in 2009, there's a 75% chance the entire polar ice caps will be completely ice-free in five to seven years. <laughs> what? What? John Kerry. John Kerry is Biden's, he's not Biden's because Biden doesn't know what he's doing. I'm sorry, I'm getting off on a rant there. The U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate. That's John Kerry. In 2009, he said, in five years, we'll have our first Arctic summer with no ice. John Kerry said that. They are 100% wrong. Now, look at this. William Harper, Professor Emeritus in Physics at Princeton, Pretty good school. And Richard Lisden, Professor Emeritus of Atmospheric Science at MIT, both completely debunked climate change as nonsense. Both of them completely debunked climate change as nonsense. MIT and Princeton. Can my liberal friends accept those two universities? There are no conservative bastions. That is for certain. 
So there is no, there is no global warming, and there is no, there is no global warming, and the oceans are not rising. The oceans are not rising. Evidence. I could give you plenty of scientific evidence, but let's take a simpler approach. Listen to this. Now just, just, just take this in. If you liked Obama, fine. He spent eight years telling us that rising oceans, he actually said this, the number one threat to our defense, our national defense, rising oceans. He said that. The number one, and I remember when I heard it, I thought, you know, Iran, China, probably not Russia, but rising oceans. And then he said it's, a, it's an existential threat. See, the, they, they love to throw around this term existential threat because nobody knows what it means. It can mean anything, but it isn't a threat to our existence is what it means. Vague and ambiguous. So he spent eight years hammering home that rising tides were our greatest danger. And then you know what he did when he retired from the presidency, when he finished his term? You know what he did? He bought a 12 million, I think it was 12, it could have been 16, but a $12 million house, wait for it, on an island, one foot above sea level. He invested millions of dollars in a house on Martha's Vineyard, one foot above sea level. So he lied to us. He lied to you. He's now still lying to you. Sitting on his porch, one foot above sea level, he's lying. And they're all lying to you. Now, why are they doing this? Well, ignorant, fooled, no. Fools, well, they are fools. Evil, pure evil, pure evil. Now, again, I want to come back to this is no Republican rant. This is because I, I don't even know that I would consider myself to be a Republican anymore. Here's how I feel about the Republicans. They are mostly spineless, self-absorbed narcissists, practically useless, except for maybe a small handful of them. Some are even evil. I want you to know, I don't watch a second of Fox News. My main source that I use is Epic Times, and it should be yours. And you Democrats, and really all of us, should be listening to Robert Kennedy. He is telling the truth. Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, my own two senators, Tim Scott and Lindsey Graham. I don't really know much about our congressmen. They're all swamped. They're all useless. They don't care about you. They don't care about the country. They care about being reelected. I've got friends, and see, what compels me is I've got friends that don't think the election was stolen. They don't think that, that the COVID vaccines are dangerous. They don't know all the thousands of, tens of thousands of deaths, heart attacks, strokes, dropsy, Justin Bieber. And, and we, I, had, I heard today about three different people, heart attacks at my age. And nobody said, I bet it was the COVID vaccine. When people are dropping dead right and left of heart attacks after taking the vaccine, nobody associated all of you, my friends, listen to me. You're going through life on a day-to-day basis, and you're not aware that the enemy is not just, the barbarians are not just at the gate. They've busted down the gate, and they've taken control of our country. Why are they doing this? Control, domination, to break you down so you'll behave like good little sheep. Many universities and colleges still maintain vaccine mandates. Saw the other day that Rutgers still maintains, many of them do. 
and I'm going to talk more about the vaccines in a minute, why would they still maintain vaccine mandates? Control, domination, break you down so you'll behave like little sheep. Now, have I offended you yet? Have I offended you? I hope I have. I hope I've offended you enough to wake you up to what's going on. Do you know that the Biden administration, I could say Biden, but everybody knows he's not doing anything. The Biden administration has now requested another billion dollars to ramp back up for vaccine, COVID vaccines and COVID masks and all the COVID practices. They've, they've now asked for another billion dollars. So they're coming back after you again. My entire focus, again, what compels me is they're coming after you again. If you thought COVID was a one-time thing or perhaps an accident in a lab that spiraled out of control and the national authorities, including Trump at the very beginning, made mistakes in the way they handled the crisis, but we're doing the best they could under uncertain circumstances. If you think that still, well, you're blind and you're ignorant. And that kind of blindness and that kind of ignorance is going to get more people killed. You're either ignorant and fooled, you're a fool, or you're evil. It's just that simple. If that offends you, stay tuned, because I intend to offend you even more. The stakes are too high. When we started 721 Ministries, we did it because we were compelled to say to these men that were sitting in church, in church pews, there's more. You're missing it. You're missing the truth. You're blind. You're lost. You don't even know it. And we, we just felt compelled to tell that truth to these men. And for 20 years, we've been doing that. Now I feel compelled to tell you these other truths, to wake you up, to say you're blind, you're missing it, you don't have a clue. The stakes are so high. They were so high for these men because it was salvation in the balance. And now it's our country in the balance. And I cannot sit by. We were not called at 721 to comfort the afflicted, but to afflict the comfortable, the comfortable sitting in the pews. Again, because the stakes are so high. And now it's the same with this. Our country has turned into a banana republic. It is a banana republic. If anything that was going on in our country was going on in, in any of the countries that we send money to, we would, we would withhold. We would shut it down. We would, we would, we would put sanctions on them. If, they, if, if, if their president in another country arrested his number one opposition candidate and arrested all of his lawyers, and started raiding the homes of anybody that supported him. And, and raided the homes in FBI SWAT team military gear of a young man who just prayed outside of an abortion clinic with his children in the house, came in guns blazing. We would, sh- we would withhold funding. We would shut them down. We would sanction them. We live in a zoo. And the, I don't know if you've seen the cabinet, Biden's cabinet. It, it just makes you, it just makes you cringe. These people are not just incompetent. They're fools, and they're evil, and they're coming after you. And I'm not going to sit by and just watch it happen without saying it. There were two things that happened that compelled me to get off the sidelines. I've been wanting to for a long time. I've been struggling with this. You can ask Dina. We've been going back and forth. Should I, should I use this time? Should I say anything about it? And I didn't want to. I wanted to stay on the topic of Jesus and the gospel and and the kingdom of heaven. But two things have changed that for me. One is these Donald Trump multiple indictments. Why are they so afraid of Trump? 
And these indictments are ridiculous, and every legal person in the country knows they're ridiculous, and here's what they know. They'll probably win because they'll be in Atlanta, they'll be in Washington, D.C., they'll be in places where a Republican, especially Trump, doesn't stand a chance. Just like O.J. Simpson didn't stand a chance of being convicted in L.A., they don't stand a chance of not being convicted, of of Trump not being convicted. And they know they'll lose on appeal because they have no case. Zero legal integrity. They don't care if they lose on appeal. They'll have done the damage. So this latest arrest, arrest, compelled me. And the second thing was I listened to a talk about Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He was the German preacher who was trying to wake up Germany when Hitler was, and the Nazis were taken over. He was out, he left the country, but he came back to try to fight for the right, for the first country. He knew that he would probably be killed by, arrested for sure. And of course, Hitler did arrest him and hung him, but he wasn't going to sit on the sidelines. And I'm not going to sit on the sidelines tonight. I've got two granddaughters. I've got, I got children. I don't want them to live in this world. I don't want my granddaughters going into a bathroom with a man. Is that Republican or Democrat? Is that liberal or conservative? No, it's just common sense. What used to be a jailable offense, being, being you know, obscenity in, in public, is now law. I'm not going to quote a lot of scripture, and for two reasons. If Jesus does not guide your, your daily living, scripture's not going to mean anything to you anyway. And I don't need scripture to make any of these points. It's common sense. Just recently, <clears throat> just recently, I read, just, I mean, in the last two weeks, a Canadian weightlifter, a man, you should see his picture, Google it, who won by 462 pounds in the weightlifting category. In the women's, 462 pounds. And, and no, apparently nobody in Canada thinks that's odd. And none of the liberals and the Democrats, they love it. They cheer it on. Well, what kind of, what kind of world are we living in where that, that's okay? Then, of course, there's the, the, uh, what's been going on in Connecticut where boys have been choosing to be a girl that day and winning the state championships and, and all of that in track. And then the next day, they choose to be a, a man again, a boy again. They're not, they're not men. And they run, and of course, they're mediocre runners. But I've got, let me read this, show you this real quick. This is an article. I just gave you the headlines. Princeton MIT scientists say EPA climate regulations based on a hoax. I just showed you that a few minutes ago. Mask mandates that are coming back already. The, here, here, the Kaiser Permanente in Santa Rosa, California, they put in mass mandates. The people stood up to them, and they tried to come up with a way of saying, we didn't really mean that. That's not really what we meant. They were stood up to, and they backed off of it. The Lionsgate Film Studios in Santa Monica did the same thing, but people stood up to them, and they did the same thing. They backed off. Morris Brown College in Atlanta a number of colleges around the United States are now trying to put mass mandates back in. Why? Because they want to control you. Now, back in 2016, the North Carolina legislature, the Neanderthal North Carolina legislature, enacted a law that was so egregious, that was so horrible, 
that the ACC moved the basketball tournament out of North Carolina. The NCAA would not have their opening tournament games in North Carolina. And you know what this, bad, this terrible bill was? This horrible bill? This, this, I don't even know the words for it. Coach K came out on, on TV and just damned this legislation. The, the legislation said men should use men's bathrooms and women should use women's bathrooms. That's what it was. Two weeks ago, this is an excerpt from an article. Two weeks ago, and I inserted 2016, the Duke and North Carolina men's basketball teams, in many ways the most powerful forces in the state, had to begin play in the NCAA tournament across the state line in Greenville, South Carolina, rather than at a more hospitable venue closer to campus because the NCAA moved all of its playoff games in several sports out of the state in response to the North Carolina law, also known as House Bill 2 or HB2. Go look up HB2. All it says is men should go to men's bathrooms and women have to go to women's bathrooms. What world are we living in? What's wrong with Coach K? What's wrong with the NCAA? What's wrong with the ACC? What's wrong with them? I got a daughter and two granddaughters that live in North Carolina. I don't want them going into a bathroom with men. What used to be indecent exposure, jailable, is now applauded by the Democrats and the liberals. You have lost your mind. The Democratic Party left you a long time ago. And you Republicans. I got a lot of Republican friends that thought that was a stupid law. And I kept saying, well, I don't understand what's stupid about it. This is where we are in this country. Let's keep going. I told you I wasn't going to quote much scripture, but I'm going to give you this one. And it is a dire warning. And I, I don't thump the Bible on people. You know me. I don't do that. But I will point this one out. Jesus says, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. Jesus is saying, look, it's one thing to, to live a life of sin, but when you do it to little children, you've crossed a line. You've crossed a line when you do it to little children. So again, I don't want you to think this is a Republican white man, get off my lawn rant. The Republicans are mostly spineless, they're self-absorbed, they're narcissists, some are even evil. The Democrats used to fit that same description. They were spineless, they were self-absorbed narcissists, they only care about getting reelected. I worked in Washington, they only care about being reelected. But the Democrats along, I guess when Obama came along, they left that. They're all evil. I know that sounds terrible to say, but just look at their voting record. Recently, a liberal Democrat was interviewed, and he was asked, uh, do you support the law that all the Democrats support that a child can be aborted up to nine months at birth? And he quickly said, yes, I absolutely do. That's a woman's right. Then the next question that they asked was, do you think it's okay for a pregnant woman to take crack or acid? And the man jumped up and said, no, not at all. And they said, why? And they said, because it's dangerous to the... And then he caught himself. And he realized what he was getting ready to say. He realized the, the hypocrite that he was. If you're a liberal, if you're a Democrat, if you're a spineless Republican, you gotta, you got to wake up and see what's happening. 
here's what we don't have a two-party system anymore. We've got the swamp, we've got the uniparty, and we've got the Democrats. And I'll apply my, my categories. The swamp, they're ignorant, fooled people. The uniparty, they're fools. The Democrats are evil. I hope that I am offending somebody because I want you to wake up. If you watch Fox News, which I do not, you're getting only what they want to say. They're certainly not telling you the whole truth. But if you're watching CNN or MSNBC, you're being lied to daily. And these are facts. Let's apply our guidelines to this. You watch Fox News, you're ignorant and you're fooled. You watch CNN and MSNBC, MSNBC, you are fools or you are evil. And I don't believe you're evil. I just believe you're fooled. This is common sense. This is not Democrat, Republican. This is just common sense. Have you seen Biden's cabinet? (laughs) Gosh, it's a zoo. It's hard to believe that anybody like that could be put in control and charge of our country. Have you seen it? Google his cabinet. Google the people he puts in charge. That fruitcake, that man who dresses like a woman who was stealing suitcases from the airport. My gosh. I'm sorry. I'm starting to rant. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? You see, I asked my wife, Dina. I said, I understand that the liberals and the Democrats love big, big government and they want to control the country. I understand that. But what I don't understand is why the news agencies promoting the vaccines so heavily. Why are they doing that? I don't understand. She said, Sam, do you have no understanding of what Pfizer and Big Pharma spends on advertising? Do you have no idea? And I had no idea, but I'm going to show you in a minute. If you haven't seen this, you've got to Google this. And all you have to Google, I mean, here is, here is the site on YouTube right here. But all you have to do is search for all TV stations, all local TV news stations saying the same thing. And all of these people are in lockstep saying the same thing across the country. The same thing verbatim. Multiple local news stations, the same thing verbatim. It is the creepiest thing to watch. You have to watch this. If you haven't seen this, you have to see it. Don't be lazy about this. The weaponizing of compassion. This is what they're, this, see, this is the new thing. The weaponizing of compassion. So many of my friends took the, told me that they took the vaccine because here's what they heard. You may be healthy. You may not need it. But do it for your family. Do it for your country. Do it for your grandmother. Do it for the others. And so they went out and got that, they, they, they got that, I don't even know what to call it. It's not a vaccine. They got that DNA changing, spike protein introducing into yours. If you haven't had a heart attack or a stroke, one of my best friends, perfect shape, not an ounce of body fat on him, rode his bike every day, did yoga every day, ate fish all week long, took the skin off the chicken forever, got the jab, had a stroke, and he's dead. And not one person said anything about the vaccine. I've got friends all around. My wife, the physician, is seeing it over and over and over. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, Justin Bieber. The young man gets dropsy after he got the vaccine. Oh, what? what how'd that happen? Athletes falling dead on the, on the sports field across the world. Oh, well, isn't that, isn't that hard to believe? Over and over. If you got the jab and you didn't get any injuries from it, count yourself lucky. You don't know what's coming next, though, but count yourself lucky. 
But the weaponizing of compassion, see, they do that with global warming, climate change. Do it for the future, for our future kids. It's, it's all a hoax. They've weaponized compassion. They do it with, with abortion. And they did it with the vaccine jab. Common sense. We have men deciding they are women so they can compete in women's sports. And the Democrats and the liberals support this 100%. Fools are evil. We have men exposing themselves to females, even young girls, in locker rooms and bathrooms, sorority houses across the nation. What used to be a jailable, indecent exposure is now championed by the Democrats and the liberals. Fools or evil. Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, the FDA banned this drug, both of them. Ivermectin had won a Nobel Prize. Did you know that? That it had won a Nobel Prize. And it had been used by doctors from, in, in, for many different causes for 40 years. A perfectly safe drug that had been proven to be very effective against COVID. Why did they do this? Why did they do it? Do you know why they did it? Because they had to be able to mandate and force the vaccines. They had to have an emergency use authorization. And the only way they could get this is if there's not an existing counter treatment. That's a fact. The second reason is both of these drugs are generic and they cannot make any money off of them. Those are facts, my friend. Look at these facts. 40 new big pharma billionaires through COVID. 40 new big pharma billionaires. Pfizer and Moderna were making $1,000 profit per second. Two-thirds of Congress received donations in the 2020 election cycle from big pharma. Pharma made $100 billion in profit in 2022, and you paid for the development costs. You paid for all the development costs. They walked away with $100 billion. Why do you think the, news, the newscasts and all the TV shows and all went, got behind the jab? Because they're, they're bought and paid for. Pfizer spent $2.8 billion, that was up $800 million, on advertising in 2022. They've spent $48.1 billion in advertising since 2006. $48.1 billion. You think they bought and paid for it? The Health and Human Services, they created this COVID Common Core. $13 billion to, 213 billion to 276 agencies. The American Association for Pediatrics, the AMA, the NFL, Black and Hispanic churches. Let's keep going. Here, I'm gonna, now I'm going to finish with just several facts that will startle you, they will upset you, they will offend you. But we're just about done. So hang with me for just a few more facts. And these are facts. The COVID vaccinated, you who got vaccinated, you're more dangerous than the unvaccinated. Pfizer knew from their studies that you were shedding the virus at alarming rates. So you're more dangerous to me than I could ever be to you. Their own studies proved it. The vaccines make you sick. They're killing your immune system. And a Pfizer executive said after three shots, your immune system is pretty much gone and you'll have to take our vaccines for the rest of your life. 80 to 82% spontaneous miscarriage rates after vaccine shots in the first trimester. I know, I know young couples who've lost a baby and my wife, the physician said, that, that kind of stuff doesn't happen like that. Not like this. Top two vaccine experts at the FDA quit over their recommendations on vaccinating children. They quit. They couldn't tolerate it. Let's keep going. Autism. The CDC vaccines, vaccine schedule. In 1985, the CDC recommended 10 vaccines. In 1985, one in 10,000 
children got autism. In 2013, they upped it to 32. In 2013, the rate dropped to 1 in 88. In 2018, and it now is up to 74 vaccinated shots, and autism is 1 in 36. Don't. Masks do not work, and the CDC knew it. As did Fauci, who laughingly dismissed masks for use in virus outbreaks in 2020 on a 60 Minutes interview. Here's what he said. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection people think it is, and often there are unintended consequences. (laughs) It's not offering the perfect protection. Masks don't prevent infection. They were never designed to. They were merely splash guards. I had a liberal say, well, why do doctors wear masks as splash guards? The M95 is the same way. Peer-reviewed, gold standard study, no difference in wearing or not wearing masks. Look up the Cochrane study. Ignorant, fooled, fooled, or evil. This one, this one will really shock you. I saw a video of a doctor. He put on five three-ply masks. Five three-ply masks. And he fitted them very tightly up around his face. Then he took his glasses and he did like this. With 15 layers of mask, he went through the mask and his glasses fogged up. That's all you need to know. And the thing is, they're coming back after you with masks. They're going, if you put a mask on, you're just putting on a golden star, the gold star of David that they made the Jews put so on their clothes, the Nazis did. That's what you do when you put a mask on. I'm not putting a mask on ever again. And I'm going to tell the men in 721, if they start mandating masks again, don't come to our meetings with a mask. You're not welcome. If you're that stupid, if you're that ignorant, I'm sorry, Jesus, don't come. Because I don't want to see you wearing a mask. And please, for gosh sakes, don't put them on your children. Did you know that it was that event 201 where they planned the pandemic? Did you, are you aware of that? Just Google it. They got another one planned too. You think this was an accident? Bill Gates, who is evil incorporated, is part of that. Ivermectin, which won the Nobel Prize, is safe, effective, extremely helpful medicine. Hydroxychloroquine, I'm not pronouncing that right. Same thing. It was in just many of peer of many peer-reviewed studies, ivermectin reduced COVID sickness by 74%. What they did during COVID was they, if you went to the hospital, they said, go home until it gets so bad that you're going to die. Then come in, we'll put you on a ventilator and you'll die. And we'll get $35,000 from the federal government. That's what they did. I had friends die. Now, I didn't have any healthy friends die. I had only friends who had comorbidities. But they went to the hospital and they just left them in there to die. I had friends call me and say, Sam, get the vaccine. My doctor told me it was perfectly safe. Your doctor was ignorant. If he's so stupid and lazy as to not do his own research, then he's a fool. My own doctor, two years into it, when I went in for my annual physical, said, Sam, what can I do to get you to take the vaccine? I looked at him like he lost his mind. I said, Doc, stop. You're losing all your credibility. No, Sam, you must. You've got to get it. He wanted to sit down with me, held my hands. I'll never go to that doctor again. He's a fool. He's not evil. But he's a fool because he won't take the time to actually study the science. Okay, I'm starting to rant a little bit. Let's finish up. Black lives do not matter in the least. Black lives matter. 
BLM, they first looted, and then they blackmailed American businesses. They got $80 million, and they did not do one thing for black lives. Not one thing. Go ask the black community. They did send $200,000 to escort services, stripper services, phone sex operators. You think I'm kidding? Look it up. Ignorant, fooled, fool, evil. The January 6th event, it was a complete joke. Why did Nancy Pelosi refuse additional police and National Guard? Trump offered her the National Guard. Why did she refuse that? And why do we have all these FBI people embedded in the crowd? Why do we have all these shadowy figures that nobody, they didn't get arrested, but they were part of instigating. Are you aware that the January 6th committee destroyed all of their, all their files, all their evidence illegally? Are you aware of that? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Ukraine is not a righteous war to protect the Ukrainian people. And it's absolutely not a war to stop Russian aggression. It's a money, la- money laundering operation cloaked in a war cry. $113 billion money laundering war. I heard Biden say, and some of this money is going to go for the retirement plans of the Ukrainian people. And just a week ago, I saw where by 2030, that the average couple is going to have to have their Social Security cut by $17,000 a year. That's big money to the average couple. But we're sending money over to Ukraine. Well, where is that money going? Please, if you think Ukraine is a righteous war, you are ignorant and fooled. You're not a fool. You're not evil. You're just ignorant. You're fooled. Okay, and this is the last thing. And before you turn me off, the election was stolen. And I have two statements to make about it. One, all of the evidence out there has never been disputed. The, 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 uh, the lawsuits that have been taken into courtrooms, they've never defeated the evidence. They've all been defeated by you don't have the standing to bring this lawsuit. None of this evidence, and the evidence abounds everywhere. In one, one case, 600,000 votes came in out of nowhere. 3,200 of them were for, were for uh, Trump. But my question to you, and nobody's been able to answer this for me, why did these top five counties, and we'll show them in a minute, why around 10 o'clock did they all shut down voting, run the poll watchers out, not allow them to come back in? Why did they do that? Well, Atlanta, Fulton County, claimed that they had a water main break. That was a lie. That was a lie. Why did they do that? And if you can answer that question, I'm, I'm not going to believe you. But why did they do it? When Trump was getting ready to win by a landslide, why did they do this? Pennsylvania, Biden was up, I mean, Trump was up 16 points In Michigan, he's up 10 points. In Georgia, he's up 8 points. In North Carolina, he's up 2. In Wisconsin, he's up 5. He's getting ready to sweep the nation. And they all shut down voting. Why did they do that? And they would not allow the vote watchers, the poll watchers, to come back in. Why would they do that? Here, look at the vote count. Obama, incredibly popular president, or at least when he was voted in. He got almost 70 million. Trump got more. He got 74. Biden got 81 million. Ignorant, fooled, fool, or evil. Just look at that, my friends. <laughs> All right. I- I'm done. I'm done. I was going to show you the evil list, but I'm not going to do that. These people are evil. They are evil. 
and they are after you, but they're after your children. And you can no longer sit on the sidelines. We must stand up to these people. We must say this transgender thing has gotten, it's gone haywire. We must stand up to the mask. When they bring back the mask, and they're bringing them back, and when they bring back the, the COVID mandates, the vaccine mandates, and then they're bringing them back, when they start trying to bring back the shutdowns, they're going to roll out a whole nother, a whole nother COVID thing. Right now, they're already ginning it up. You've got to stand firm. Don't let them shut down the schools. Don't let them put masks on your children. And for gosh sakes, don't shoot your children with that vaccine. And don't take any more boosters. If you were foolish enough to take the vaccine, and I understand how you could have been. There were only a, only a very small people that were strong enough and, and courageous enough not to let, not to bow to the pressure. Don't do it again. They're coming after you. And we must stand up for our country. That's all I have to say. Thank you for listening.